When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so oh, it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish, the podcast that will not sleep until it finds its mattress. <laughs> I mean, I can sleep anywhere. No, let's be soft and fluffy. This episode's sponsored by Purple. Purple, it's not just a color anymore. Sealy Posturepedic. That's not true, but... I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... Today, we're going to talk about ovaries. The balls of the lady. <laughs> if these lady balls could talk. They're from the podcast, If These Ovaries Could Talk. If, these if you don't know talk, why... Our I'm arch hilarious. nemeses. <laughs> yes, they won the podcast awards uh, this past year, so... So it's fine that we've never won and that they did. So Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we're not mad Actually, at our listeners for fucking that up at all. No, it's not. They they the listeners hey, did listeners. They, No, they did the right thing. It's the judges of the podcast awards. I know, didn't. but if if like you could get picked as a judge if you nominated us. Oh, like, you want to really like stack the decks did i tell you towards I, our i was a judge for the last ones did you pick us i might have <gasps> don't tell everyone no, I, I took my job as an impartial juror very seriously wow. man i also didn't vote for the if these ovaries could talk so so okay there. so so happy to have them on <laughs> hope they don't listen to this episode cool <laughs> great yeah we're gonna talk about ovaries yeah it's gonna be fine yeah but first yeah okay Feedback slash corrections. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So we did fetishes last week, mm-hmm. and um, we got this email, and I love it, and I'm going to read it now. <laughs> hey, Mike and Kyle, I hope you're doing great. I'm a 29-year-old gay guy from Johannesburg, South Africa. I've recently come across your guys' podcast and have been binge listening to episode after episode with my boyfriend. You guys- That's the most adorable thing when people say they listen with their boyfriend. No. So I'm like, thank you for reducing our download count in half. <laughs> <laughs> really, that's very sweet of you. Thank you. <laughs> your guys' body and sex positivity, your emotional uplifting tirades, and most importantly, your acerbic wit makes listening to you guys with a glass of wine the best way to spend an evening. Our cervix wit? Yep. That's why we're having the ovaries on. <laughs> <laughs> I've just gotten home after work, about to cook dinner and put on your latest episode on fetishes, and was so surprised and thrilled to hear you mention balloons. I thought I'd get in touch with you to let you know of my very strange fetish. For some reason, seeing a man pop a balloon or two is the ultimate turn-on for me. Just normal party balloons. I have no idea why this is, other than the fact that I am quite terrified of bursting balloons myself. But, to describe my attraction... Whenever I go to a gay club or bar, I would go with some balloons in my back pocket. After a drink or two, I'd go to the toilet, and locked in a cubicle, I'd blow up one or two balloons. I'd then hold them, and as I walked back to my table, I'd just drop the balloons as nonchalantly as possible around the bar area. I'd then watch them carefully, and when I see a man just stomp on one of them having a bit of fun, or kick it up to pop it with his cigarette or hands, I usually come immediately in my pants, without touching myself at all. This is something I've had published online under a pseudonym, if you're interested at all, and there's a link about the brink of bursting confessions with a balloon fetishist. I know it's a very weird fetish, but for some reason, seeing men, only men, burst balloons is my greatest turn-on. Naturally, I'm very self-conscious about this aspect of my sexuality. With all my previous boyfriends, I would stage events to satisfy some of my fantasies. There would happen to be a balloon or two in my car when I pick them up or something of that sort. My current long-term partner is one of the first people I've come out to about this, and he finds it quite fun. 
He is constantly entertaining me, blowing balloons around the house and or in public and having a bit of fun popping them, finding it quite funny and a bit of a turn on for him, seeing how turned on that gets me. I would do the same thing. <laughs> on the odd occasion that we do have fun with another guy or two, we'd blow up quite a few balloons around the house. I'd let the guys know about the fetish beforehand. And if they're up to it, they'd come over, we'd hang out, and they'd pop some of the balloons around, and we'd have lots of fun together. Anyway, sorry about the length of email. Just wanted to get in touch. Have a fantastic day. Best, Ray. Uh, this is part of what I tried and was failing miserably to talk about in part on the episode. That like, Oh boy, it's are not- you going to defend yourself are you gonna yes. stick with your okay because it's, cool. it's That's fine it's not just like a, oh i think they're nice or i think they're sexy it's like that balloon makes him come yeah like that's what a fetish is and sure. we use that word in other ways and i'm not saying don't use it in other ways that's what a fetish is like that is the medical well-studied well-trodden path that's what a fetish is i think it's awesome i think it's awesome that he explores that it's hurting nobody i think it's awesome that his partner is on board it's fantastic if i knew this about my partner any one thing that like could make them come automatically (laughs) i would be like it'd be just surprise balloons all the time of like like at walmart well (laughs) walmart makes me come without balloons (laughs) i just love the smell of capitalism (laughs) smells real good uh wait i want to do this for for ray ron ray ray oh hey kai what are you doing with that balloon oh my god it's a balloon in my hand that's definitely here yes oh that's great (laughs) did you come (laughs) Um, should we do some news? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, but great. first, but first, but first, please stop calling apes monkeys. It's really annoying. Oh, <laughs> what? When did we do that? You were talking oh, you, about we... chimpanzees and baboons, which are apes, not monkeys, and you called <sighs> them monkeys again. Also bonobos, but whatever. People say that, the monkey around. That that bonobo is for you, Dan. <laughs> also, I don't recognize the distinction between monkeys and apes not i don't understand it i just fail to recognize the sovereignty of those words so (laughs) i I reject that news news (laughs) so awesome thank you for that uh okay yeah here's the news so let's see this is news The theme song is very long. You just interrupted the break. Um, you know. <laughs> the musical break. C- can I edit this episode? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Father James Martin, who is a Jesuit priest. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did, was very religious, a good person, and nothing, everything was fine. Is mm-hmm. an ally. <gasps> he, oh, Oh, wow. You never expect that. Okay. But. Oh, here it is. Has this really odd article that appeared in American Magazine. America Magazine? America Magazine. I'll just read this. Quote, to take another non-traditional life issue, think about LGBT people. In the past few years, I've learned a great deal about how these precious lives are also in grave danger. Consider this. Lesbian, gay, and bisexual youth in the United States are almost five times as likely to commit suicide than their straight counterparts. In many countries around the world, a gay person is at serious risk of being beaten or killed if his or her sexuality is discovered. And in eight countries, homosexual acts are punishable with the death penalty. The life of an LGBT teenager in a family that rejects them is precious. Just as the life of a child in the womb is precious. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we were 
we were on to some of the like go-to talking points, but then it kind of took a turn. Yeah, he goes on this lengthy tirade in this op-ed about how because he's pro-life, he's down with gay people, which hmm. I'm interested in your take on that. I, okay. Uh, at least it's consistent, right? Like at least there's a there's a moral consistency there. I, yeah, I always get confused when pro-life people are pro-death penalty because it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't. It seems weird. Um, yeah, no, that's like those two things are not issues that need to be conflated together. Uh, regardless of what your stance is on abortion, like that has nothing to do with gay people. Yeah. And if someone arrives at the right conclusion for the wrong reasons, <laughs> I guess we support that. Uh, there's a part that we like. Does the end justify the means? Yeah. And also, he was talked in the article. He talks about how awesome his twenty-year-old nephew is, and I'm like, "Did you diddle him?" Oh, <laughs> is his nephew gay? I don't know. I oh. don't think so. Well, how is? Oh, that's just a random thing he threw in there. I like my I nephew. Mean, the, the big ass article about all kinds of things, and oh. he's just talking about how precious life is, and oh. how his nephew was like, "I can't believe I didn't exist twenty years ago." No, he's he thought to himself, "I can't believe that my nephew didn't exist twenty years ago," and oh. what a miracle that is. Like, no, it's just babies. Let, like this, just life's anyway. crazy. Shit's crazy. That sounds like the revelation, uh, like a stoned person has. Yeah. Well, I wasn't here thirty years ago. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> I was. I was this stone per this stone character I just created is is thirty. What's his name? Uh, Thomason. That uh, his first name? The, uh, yes. No, he goes by his middle name because <laughs> his first name is OJ, <laughs> and he stopped using that. What's his last name? Uh, he has just a blank space there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Great. His parents were stoned too. They couldn't. They couldn't decide on what his last name would be. <laughs> last news. Sure. I can figure the email. Did was we? Long. Did we? Did, did we do? Have we started recording yet? Did are we doing the oh. podcast? Oh, uh, I forgot to hit record. No, that I was making a joke. So did you sorry. really? No, it's fine. We're fine. We're okay. good. It's going. Things are great. Okay. <laughs> uh, news. The last. Oh, sure. We'll only do two stories today. So, uh, the Great British Bake Off. Mm. Host and known lesbian Sandy Toxvig. Confirmed lesbian. <laughs> uh, announced on Twitter today that she is leaving the show. Oh, no. Actually, it was last week, but uh, that, you know, that's like we're at least a week behind yeah, the yeah. UK. Also, my oh, no, like I don't care as much as I just sounded like I did, but. Oh, I thought you liked her. Yeah, she's fine. Oh, well, okay then. <laughs> I thought you were going to be just crushed no, about this no she's small so i care about her as ha about half as much as a regular person <laughs> uh toxic 61 said she's departing from the show to spend more time on other projects and uh she said quote when stepping down from a job it is quite common for people to say they are doing so in order to spend time with more time with their family unusually i'm departing from the great british bake-off so i can spend more time with my other work <laughs> as my waistline will testify bake-off <laughs> is an all-consuming show <laughs> spending my time with prue paul and noel has been one of the greatest pleasures of my life these are friendships which i know will continue beyond the confines of television that pr bullshit reeks of shit went down <laughs> don't you think so i mean that's a weird job like what else do you have going on that you have to leave the great british baking show right like the biggest transatlantic hit since yeah. the office. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Whoever you pissed off, Sandy, I hope that they <laughs> didn't hate you because I, you like vagina. I, 
I do like that she's like, I'm not quitting for my family. Just because I'm a woman, like, and quitting a job yeah. does not mean it's for my family. Yeah. Like, that's a good, that's an interesting, like, yep. glad she said that. That's it. Goodbye, Sandy. Bye. I wonder who's going to replace her. I've been working on my British accent. Oh, God. Did I do it? Yeah, <laughs> Am yeah. I super British? So good. That's the news. News. Yeah. <laughs> that's the closing news. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe it'd just been going Oh, the whole that's time. been, yes. We just turned yeah, it back Yeah, we need to start little, now. That like, little bumper. Yep. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> um, oh, Kyle. Or, oh, so. You want to talk about ovaries? Nope. I oh. want to think. Oh, I forgot we do this in this part now. Yep. Yep. You fuck with my system. I don't mm-hmm, know what to mm-hmm, do. Uh-huh. Yeah, I change a thing and Yeah. All right. Um thank you to Patreon members Andrew Crow. Can I go to the bathroom during this part so that I don't have to like stifle my desire to make fun of the names? Sure, you can go to the bathroom. Don't get up. But... I'm going. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it's very warm. Um Russell Hay, which Andrew Crow Russell Hay, I think I think that's I think Russell Crow secretly is supporting us under two different names. And Douglas. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> There's just a P by an F, which surprised me. Um, Fugenkleiger. Sforzando. Um, uh, Douglas Kopferman. Okay. Uh, so thank you to all of our Patreon donors. Why do you have the look of you? What? Because Kopf auf Deutsch is your head. So his it's headman. His last name in German is headman. Okay, cool. I, I, I want a, I want a headman in my life. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, thank you to our Patreon donors. If you want bonus content and I don't know other stuff that you'll really like, if you like us and help us support <laughs> us, is our dynamic weird because we moved places today? Yeah. You, you, normally you don't sit next to me, but we're having a guest on, yeah. so we move things around. Yeah, why'd you fuck with perfection? I don't know. Um, You're sitting where Dan usually sits, which is why I want to ignore you. (laughs) (laughs) So, as a summary, thank you to our Patreon members. Um, Patreon.com slash gayish podcast. Yeah. Now we can talk about ovaries. Okay, let's talk about ovaries. Um, What do you know about ovaries, Kyle? Well. What's the closest you've ever been to one? I... (laughs) Um, I just I was wanted started typing in a bunch of random stuff just to see what might come up um, yeah. in talking about ovaries, and I started typing like I do the same on Pornhub with ovaries. No, just t- type in whatever, see what comes up. Uh, and I was like, when did ovaries start? And like, how <laughs> which came first? How the is an ovary? Or the ovary? <laughs> but um, but I did. Uh, I I found one thing that'll be interesting to talk about. But in general, yeah, I don't spend much of my time thinking about ovaries. Yeah. Okay. By that I mean like none, but none, none time. Questions I'm afraid to ask them, but we'll probably ask them because that's how this show works. Mm-hmm. I always wondered like if, if ovaries are like testicles, like I think they turn into, like they come from the same fetal tissues and it makes me wonder like, do your ovaries hurt? Like if your ovaries somehow were on the outside of your body, would they hurt to get kicked as much as balls hurt? That's like a very... Who can answer that? What What are you hoping to get out of? Like, they don't know. They don't know if but, external ovaries hurt when kicked. But couldn't you probably, like, punch them or kick them or get at them, even though they're harder to damage or injure? And, like, like PCOS, like polycystic ovary syndrome, I, I think hurts like a motherfucker. You're saying... <laughs> you're going to ask them... Our, our exciting guests, lesbian guests who talk about non-traditional families, you're going to say, 
what would it feel like to get kicked in the ovaries? Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. I think people want to know that. I am a people. I want to know that. Okay, that's just weird to be like, if we could move your vagina aside for just a second. I mean, see that we could call my mom and ask her. Oh, that actually, (laughs) actually, that would be interesting. Um, No, but they, so they do the podcast if these ovaries can talk and they are both lesbian. They talk about uh, non-traditional families, IVF, other things to like make kids happen. Cool. Yeah. What can't I say to them? Don't say... If I kicked you in the ovaries, <laughs> would it hurt? <laughs> Fine. Uh, Fine. Are they like the prostate? Do you like want to get in and poke at them so you come? I, I don't think that. No, I don't think they like that at all. Hmm. You th- ask about kicking. I'll ask about fingering. I'm, I'm sure they think that that's pretty cotty. That's not okay. We'll, we'll see. Ladies, do you like no, your No, Kyle, God damn it. Shh. What? That's the Polari word of the week, you oh, asshole. Oh, shit. I just moved. I didn't. It happened. Yeah. I just moved on. Okay. It wait. is very difficult to figure out when and where to throw in a random word, <laughs> especially if it might not have anything to do with what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah. The, okay. Wait. What, what's the Polari the word? word of the week is Kadi or Cod. It means bad. And wait. This is also a correction. Oh. NAF, we've been using incorrectly. It does not mean bad, it means distasteful. Or tacky, and that's why it also means straight person. <laughs> um, it's not. I like that word even better now. It's not merely bad. It's not the opposite of bona. The uh, opposite of bona is cod, or cotty. There are a couple of other potential synonyms. There's a big old thread about it in Facebook, but uh, we need to adjust our thinking. You can't. Okay. You can't just say. So okay. if it, it, I I can say that hey, I think I might have nafraya, but that's not bad hair. That's gross or ugly tacky hair. Tacky or straight hair. Yeah. Mm. So bona good, cod bad. Yep, I like coddy better. Or coddy feels yeah. like more one adjective. Is, yeah, yeah, or ad- adverbial. No adjectival. Adjectival. Yeah. Now we're making shit up. <laughs> cod or coddy. That is your Polari word of the week. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you're Man, welcome. Man, this is going to be bad because I often just ignore things that I don't totally understand and just move on. So I'm never going to catch the Polari word of the week. I'm going to be like, is that it? And you're like, you don't know that super common word that I learned in fifth grade. And I'll be like, man, I don't know why, why I, I agreed or signed up for this, but oh well. Uh, if you want to catch up on the Polo, Pol- oh, damn it. Polari words of the week. Pablowy? Uh, our Instagram, which is at gayish podcast. Hey Dan. Uh-huh. Swallow and then talk. All right. <laughs> Never mind. You guys go no, no, ahead. No, no, no. You're good. Swallow. <laughs> I have a lot of food in my mouth. Okay, that's, that's true. Fine. I, I, I was just gonna say that. I like. Well, <laughs> what? Say, say, just. <laughs> Great, you're back. <sighs> Clear mouths, open minds. <laughs> what? What's the Friday Night Lights? Clear conscious, small clean, heart, whatever. clean holes, <laughs> tight hearts. I don't know. <laughs> clean hole, open mouth. Can't yeah. lose. Anyone interested in <laughs> catching up on our Polari words of the week, go over to our Instagram, which is at Gayish Podcast, and you will find in our highlights uh, videos of each of the words that have been featured so far, uh, which include Bona, Raya, Omi. Two Somethings, and a Whatchamacallit. Two, uh, two drags. Figs in a Jam, Drags in a Spiff. <laughs> two Drags in a Spit. 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 Yeah. Yep. And then what was last week's? Oh man, Omi. 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 Yeah. 
Yeah, and the videos are of the ASL for the same word, so you can learn sign language and Polari. We're a cornucopia of education, kids. So smart. Yeah. And anyone that wants to hear me chew food into a microphone, (laughs) write us because we have some great footage of that, (laughs) which may be the hot new thing in ASMR. Eating while you talk? Yeah. That has to be a thing. Yeah, we have a new spinoff podcast. (laughs) Fucking Dan does ASMR. (laughs) So so should we take a break? Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. I'll show you where the ovaries are. (laughs) This is the part where Mike and Kyle take this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It sure is. Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Okay, we talked about this the last time we recorded an ad, and I said I thought I would do cooking. Uh-huh. I actually did. I talked to my therapist, and she was like, what would you do for an extra hour? And I said I would cook, and so I did. And this weekend on Saturday, I made recipe I'd never made before. It was French onion mac and cheese, and it was delicious. Well, if you want to improve your mental health, be a podcaster and record an ad about mental health. Yeah. (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash gayish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gayish. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash gayish. French onion mac and cheese, that's what makes me happy. Yum. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Do you remember when prep came out and it was a game changer? Oh, my God. Biggest news. We were all excited to get our hands on it. Well, it's happening again. (laughs) <laughs> it is. Imagine a world where STIs are no more. Doxypep is what we're talking about, everybody. You can get Doxypep from Shameless Care, and Doxypep has been proven to be up to 90% effective at stopping STIs like chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. It's just like PrEP was for HIV, but now for all of those other things, too. And where can you get this? You can get it from Shameless Care as a top telemedicine provider with board-certified physicians across 50 states. They have a mission of making DoxyPep accessible and affordable. Answer some medical questions on the website, and one of their physicians will prescribe DoxyPep to you. Viola is shipped straight to your door in discreet (laughs) packaging. And DoxyPep at Shameless Care is crazy affordable, just $109 a year. That covers the online evaluation, the medication, and the shipping. So if you're ready to rewrite your story and discover the joy of carefree intimacy, visit shamelesscare.com slash gayish to take control of your sexual health. That is shamelesscare.com slash gayish. Your liberation is waiting. Be sure to use lube. <laughs> So are we back? We're back. We're back. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are here with the podcast of These Ovaries Could Talk, Jamie and Robin. Thanks for being Hi. on. Thanks for being Hi. here. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Just really quick uh, for our for our listeners, if you could give us a rundown. What's your show about? How did you start it? Um, tell us some things. All right. Let's, oh, Jamie, geez. can we do it in elevator pitch form? No idea. Okay. So we can. Ready? Use, wait. Okay. <laughs> if These Ovaries Could Talk, go. Two lesbians talking about non-traditional families, making non-traditional families. And how they pan out in the world. And Jamie 
went through unexplained infertility. I did. And then she randomly came up to me at a party and said, I want to have this podcast. Do you want to do it? We barely knew each other. And I was like, totally, let's do it. And then I'm a crazy person who made 400 million Google Docs. Which I had no idea. that crazy. And then two years later, we have a podcast and a book coming out. And it's all about, um, what's the the new term we can, not non-traditional. Assisted reproduction. No, but the other term that's not (laughs) non-traditional, it's alternative family. Right. LGBTQ I didn't know we had a new family. term. That just makes me think that it's a family that listens to Alanis Morissette. Like, it sounds like <laughs> it's, I, don't know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, it's all about the kinds of families us as gays can create, as queers can create. I don't want to say the gays, but I don't want to say it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we, get, we get some sensitive feedback Sometimes, from people yeah. saying, like, no, you, you got to be more inclusive. LGBTQs and plus. We can't yeah. keep up. We try. That leads to what we were talking about before. <laughs> of, you yeah. said we can't keep in touch. We uh, we, we, are we talking about penises and corral before, or is it? But- <laughs> <laughs> okay. You might have to explain yourself now that you've said it without the context. Of- <laughs> let's just leave that hanging out. <laughs> like a hard penis. Let's leave it hanging there. Can we please make that the Patreon yeah, yeah. segment? <laughs> yes. uh, so yeah, we can't. We are out of touch as gays. A little bit. Because we are gay moms. We had babies and then we went home and we didn't go out anymore and we're, we had babies. And we're lesbians. So, sure. you so, know, we, we made up. Whammy. We're like pigeons. We made up for life. So it's a it's a, it's a lesbian stereotype that that's actually true before you have babies. Like was was that right. was that was that true? Like did it, you It wasn't to- true. It wasn't true for me before. I mean like me and Mary had like a like a really like that's the thing once you have kids we talk about that we miss is spontaneity mm-hmm. like we used to be like it's tuesday meet me at ranchos for margaritas right, yeah. and we were like also like how are we going to pay for 1800 dollars a month for daycare well we just stopped tuesdays at rancho right, yeah. <laughs> like, no but it's also like um i will say that i know you had a really big social group of lesbians i did that's how i knew Which you i had a big group of people right but also like more when i met my wife Anne, i got inducted into this group of lesbians yeah. that Robin was already in. And I had never been around so many lesbians in my life because my previous relationship before that long-term relationship, it was just me and her like, and a bunch of gay boys. Mm-hmm. So, something about the, the something about the word inducted makes me think there's like a secret handshake. And <laughs> yeah. You like there's, yeah. <laughs> toaster oven. Toaster oven. Don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> you get a toaster oven. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, but like, so, uh, so yeah, we had, we had a big social life and we still try to keep it up because most of us have kids now. Yeah. All of us gay moms. Um, I, I can't keep it up. I'm too tired now. Like, I mean, our, my kids, I since my kids were born to last summer, I was looking forward to the day when they were both old enough to go to summer camp for one or two weeks. Mm-hmm. And they went to Camp Highlight, which is like a, a camp for kids of LGBTQ families. Because I was like, let's maybe you can work out some of the kids' problems. That's adorable. I'll pay you $1,000. You take my child for a week. <laughs> and I had dreams of like, I had a, I had an email blast of all of my people, my circles that was like, like I'm going to just like tell you where we are. Can Come I, meet us. Can I explain what happened? Yeah. Because I was in that blast. And then what happened was. Then, so the night comes and I was like, Anne, remember um, <laughs> Robin and Mary invited us to Cowgirl, which is the place we always go. Robin and Mary always go. I think it was a Cowgirl night. Um, and an hour before, two yeah. hours before. Yeah. Guys, I don't think we're gonna make it out tonight. <laughs> we're pretty tired. We're pretty tuckered. I think we're gonna call it a day and watch some Netflix. I don't know. What did you say? We're gonna watch some Netflix. 
Yeah, we're Netflixing and chill. That's what you did. No, yeah. I didn't even so, try to pull that and, off. And then she tried a couple more times to have some. And, and I canceled every work. single thing because you know what we learned? What? He just wanted to be home alone finishing sentences. Yeah, you know, we watched television and finished sentences. Yes. And we yeah. were like, this is the greatest thing ever. And you didn't have to get up to get a cup of and, water and for somebody mom, or a cup mom, of milk mom, or, mom, or a mom. cup of like, was or, like, some, or a snack or a oh, pirate fuck booty. Off with your snacks. Pirate booty. Fucking pirate booty. <laughs> I can't even. Wait. I didn't see I didn't see a single person over that week. <laughs> that must be that, that's kind of nice though right when delightful wait did so you say delightful. pirate's booty pirate's snack booty. you don't know that snack yeah, oh, yeah it's real good it's like healthy cheetos it's not it's so gross it's like they're so they're like these little puffy cheese things they're gross they're all like the kids cats. love them the kids huh. love them they eat pirate's booty like crack it's just pirate booty but i like it's also not pirate's booty crack which i think is a good, good <laughs> it's a brand new decision <laughs> it just like again good representation of our different worlds to you yeah. that is a mildly disgusting snack to me like that would be like a delicious snack a, yeah. <laughs> we discovered pirate's booty like johnny depp's butt yeah 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 exactly literally literally, literally. Uh, um yeah but like we are robin and i are in different stages too because robin's yeah. kids are older than mine so robin's are eight and about to be nine and eleven nine and eleven and mine are six and two so mm-hmm. we're in just Entirely, like, they have no idea what that means. No, they like, just two like, without kids were like this. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. I have nephews, and I think that they were super fun starting at about six and two. Like uh-huh. b- before yeah, that, they were just kind of assholes, and like then right. they got personalities and they got to be fun. And I don't know. So. Yeah, but they still just like want a lot, and they need and like the TV <laughs> can't do anything. Like I can put it on the TV and like just like I literally the other night. I'd like at dinner, I shut the door, took my food in a bowl in the bed, and I said, "Off the clock!" <laughs> and they were like, and they came in, and I was like, "Guys!" And they were like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you're off the clock." And they shut the door. While I, got I love that. I literally have a child hanging on me at any given moment. Literally, yeah. Yeah. just hanging on me, just and calling, "Mama, mama, mama." Okay. I can't. I can't do anything. Uh. Kids sound like twink bottoms. <laughs> They're just kind of like always there and a little bit needy. And sometimes you have to be like, you stay out. And they can't stop moving. They like, can't, can't stop, stop wriggling and moving. <laughs> They're very affectionate. <laughs> they, what? They always have to pee. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot to go. Hold on. <laughs> And like yeah. no no body yeah. hair no body hair uh, well <laughs> erections all the time Whoa. okay <laughs> Whoa, Jamie you you were telling us how about your children's erections well, so, <laughs> which got me very uncomfortable well because we and then we had this realization right that the way we talk about penises in our two different houses are yeah. so yeah. different guys talk about penises a certain kind of way yep and we talk about penises because we both have sons a very different kind of yeah we are are surrounded by erections it's okay is that is it (laughs) 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 listen my kid is two so i straight out erections are are like a big part of my life right now us too girl i know i don't i know it (laughs) like what do you do when that you're you're changing a 
diaper and it has an just push no, it down. It's I don't want to touch it. I don't want to like use the diaper to push it down. Oh God! Do you do you want to know what I do with erections? <laughs> no, no. You. Um. I saw it earlier on YouPorn. What? <laughs> what? Um, so I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Uh, awkward transition. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay, so um, the, the topic today is ovaries. That's why we have you on. And I'm interested in maybe your off-the-cuff answer. Uh, most of our audience is male. We're about 85% male, and, and most yeah. of them don't have ovaries. So what's, what's something that our audience needs to know about ovaries that they might not over already know? I feel like they're a pain in the ass. They got a lot to say. <laughs> Whoa. Wait. They have a lot to say? Oh, like our podcast. They have a lot to say? They have a lot... Oh, if these ovaries could talk. I feel like they're crampy. They're really hard to deal with. Yeah. I feel like they're a finicky machine that can make a baby, maybe. 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 You're You're not even guaranteed. Like, you're told your whole life, like, you know, close your legs. Don't worry about, like, just, like, keep it shut. But then all of a sudden, like, when you want to have a baby, you assume one's coming out and your ovaries might be like, I don't know. We don't work. (laughs) We really work. My eggs are deformed. (laughs) Like, no. We don't actually do that baby making thing. We just like you're causing a lot of pain. Adopt. (laughs) They have like a big say, and they're but yet they're like like I've heard from many women who like when they had to go through like I knew a friend who had cancer and had to do a a radical hysterectomy, and but went through a massive loss because she had to lose her ovaries. So it's like they're a big Big part part of who you are, but yet not at all. So, uh, uh, not a doctor, just a podcaster. So, uh, quick, quick questions. Uh, uh, a hysterectomy is removing the uterus, right? Yeah. Is there? I, I think it's taking out the whole kitchen sink. The, the uterus, <laughs> I mean, everything that goes. All the lady parts, except for the, like the tube where you can have the sex, the tunnel. The, 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 t- the love tunnel. <laughs> but does, does hysterectomy also, also mean the ovaries, or is that another surgery for all of it? All of it. All of it. You take it all out because you can't because the, the ovaries are connected to the uterus. Okay, so like the whole system, like the arms. It's like a little yeah, like that picture. You... Yeah, like our like our logo, like your it's logo. Like, literally, like arms with muscle. It's like muscle. Yeah, except don't they go out though? Yeah, they go that way. Yeah, all right. Anyway, whatever. This is like, very. Very helpful to our listening audience. Audience is eighty five percent women, so I think that's very interesting. People with yeah, yeah. It's what were you saying? You were saying like you get to the age where you want to have kids, and then like figure out if it works or not. Like it seems like they're just like a thing that's like kind of inside you, and people don't like to talk about until now you're married and want to have kids. Like. Yeah. Like almost like well, a ticking time want. bub. Yeah. Well, there's so, like a lot of assumptions, you know, for straight people. It's just like, oh, well, when you're ready, you just try. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we don't and, get that. No, we don't. We don't get to just try and hope it works out. Like, there's no accidents in our world mm-hmm. for baby making. Yeah. But also, like, people don't like to talk about vaginas. It's like, <laughs> no, seriously. It's like a really taboo word. It's a taboo subject. So I think it, it like goes along with just being a woman yeah. it's all just like secret hidden stuff yeah that you don't really talk about so much you tell that to my 11 year old who keeps coming in the room and being like this so <laughs> i'd like to talk about my breasts <laughs> oh god oh god okay i can't <laughs> and then you go off clock <laughs> and then that's when my break starts mommy she's in the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> oh do you have different names for each of you for your kids what? Yeah, I'm mom and Mary's mommy. Mom and mommy. I, I'm mama and Anne is mommy. Oh, that's oh, cute. We didn't mention um, 
people make the do people make this assumption that like the two of you are together like because you host a podcast some people have times, that we were. we're always like this, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's, people just always assume that Mike and I are dating or have hooked up because yeah. we're gay. And, yeah. You know, you've probably I hooked up with everyone. Me, it was like, I just love you and your wife's feed. And I was just <laughs> like, oh, that was somebody I worked with. I was like, oh, that's my wife. That was the side. But uh, going back to like, I have actually something since starting do started starting to do this podcast. I have... Um, stopped i i have in the past done the like oh vaginas are gross or like almost more of like a joke or like it's kind of one of those easy things that at being gay you can yeah. like kind of say and throw out there and everyone like kinds of thing kind of thinks it's funny but i've stopped doing that because yeah because you're right like people don't like to talk about like vaginas aren't gross and do you feel like you have to do that to be because i feel like uh, be careful of the way i say this but like once you get into like the gay like once you're out there with the, the whole gay community, I think you have to be a little more aware and cautious. Like, did you make that change because of that? I think the kind of accepted thing in the gay community is still misogynistic and still like very like I was gonna say patronizing. That's not the word. Pa- Patriarchal. Oh, pa- yeah. Patriarchal. Sure. Yeah. That sounds. Smart. And we talked about that before we hit record. But like, there is there's a stereotype, but I think it exists for a reason. That gay men don't like lesbians. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's interesting th- to phrase it that way because I I think there there there's a gay stereotype that lesbians don't like gay guys. Like, is that true? Yeah. Well, the idea is lesbians are mean and don't want us there. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, I've always heard that it's like bitchy guys who are just like, oh my god, you're dressed so badly. I remember. I'm from the musical theater. I usually dress badly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the musical theater world, right? So I have a lot of gay boyfriends. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I like, I'm a fag hag. Like, I was gonna, gonna, can we still say fag no, hag? I was talking with my friend about that. I don't think you can say fag hag. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't. I was never a fag hag. I think it's great, but I'm in my 40s, so I have a different sensibility oh. about this. Oh, I, don't, yeah, I don't care about, like, it's not the word fag. It's just I don't um, think, like, fag hag. Like, I just don't. I don't have like that one. Here's my one female best friend and we're going to go shopping like that. Like that just seems like kind of how it used to be when you come out, you get your one female friend and now you can talk about dudes and I definitely had some friends who fag hagged like for reals, like some girlfriends who were like Mm. totally. Anyway, I don't know if we can say that anymore. So sorry. How about, how how do you, how do you feel about fruit fly? About fruit. I've never heard fruit fly before. Is that a thing? Fruit fly instead of fag hag. Like, like you, you, because you're you're a straight person. Yeah. Who's like, Wait, wait. On to, I get it. Like a straight man who hangs out with a lesbian. It can be. Well, I think any one thing I like about it is it's gender neutral. Like you can, yeah. anybody can be a fruit fly. That's just a oh, person yeah. instead of fag hag. Yeah, yes. yeah. Fly. Because flies are attracted to fruit. If and, we're gonna get all bunched up, well, then fruit is a negative connotation about gay men. So it's like I feel like there's no safety in words anymore. Sometimes, hmm. sometimes it feels that Jamie's way. Jamie's making sure I don't you get can, beat up. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm like the make sure we don't say anything wrong. She's always like, she didn't really mean that. Um, <laughs> that's that's usually say, me. It's that's easier to say than mixed orientation acquaintances. Like that's <laughs> a word that's acceptable to everyone. It sounds like you're speaking in DOS. Yeah. It's, so, it's, so, it's like I feel like we all have to just take a breath. Like we're on the same team. Yeah. We are. That's the thing. We're all on the same team. Yeah. Let's not be mad at Donald Trump. But let's not be mad at each other. Yes, <laughs> Democrats get it together. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, well, stop at the infighting. Yes, it does seem like there is a lot of in the LGBT community of like 
and, and this goes back to like why it's misogynistic and like once you're gay you're like but then you're like the coolest gay like you're the cool gay that everyone is like on board with and, and like and then <laughs> you kind of you can if you want to ignore everyone else which is shitty and a right. lot of people do so yeah there's like uh, i feel like infighting in the community i know it's really weird well, it's very sectionalized yeah you know it's like and i think it's well, getting and the, more so. but the more labels we come up with for all of our different sexual tendency i don't even know like what to say like all of our, our identification our identify thank you that's it, the right it, word it, it, I, I believe it separates us Versus categories. bringing us together. Categories. Categories. See, I... It's like, you, t- you tell us dissent. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think that it, it hopefully can go both ways. Hey, bisexuals. Um, uh, <laughs> like, you can, like, having finding identifier for who you are, like, oh, my gosh, this totally fits with me. I, I like... I, you know, it's not, it's beyond gay, it's beyond lesbian. There's something else that like, oh my gosh, this is me. And that's a, like a really exciting feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Makes that's sense. what, and that, so I, I think that's great that people are finding all these different words. I like, that's why I like the word queer though, because like, if we all can then just be like to everyone, everyone else doesn't have to know about it. We're just all queer. Like, I like then that it too. puts us all in the same. I feel like this podcast has made me start to embrace the word queer. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like the word queer. I, I'm starting to like it a lot more because I, for the same reason that you're just saying, but it's just like before this podcast, I was just like, I'm a lesbian yeah. like because there weren't so many choices when we were coming out. Yeah. It was like, yeah. you were like lesbian. You might've been a butch lesbian mm-hmm. or a femme. Mm-hmm. And then there was bi. Yep. And then there was gay men. Which I was bi for maybe about top 10 years. Yeah. Even I was in a you lesbian relationship. It took me a long time <laughs> to like admit you that gay. gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, but yeah. Like, we could say gay and we could say, and now it's like, I just, what bothers me is how careful you have to be because it's like, I don't know. We always get into this. I think intention matters. And I think if like, clearly I'm coming from the community, I'm coming from love, that should count. But there's a, I think there's a generational divide hmm. of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we are very quick to label someone as homophobic, not like even like straight people, they do yeah. one thing and now they're homophobic, which is like, well, right. they may not, they may have just done a homophobic thing. And so if their intention is, if they have a good intention, if they're trying to help, then it's just, Oh, let us tell you this thing you don't know and, yeah. and help Did you learn from it. Yeah. If you learn from it, great. Then yeah. they're an ally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, and that's very different than people who could be part of our community and be helpful to our community. Yeah. Absolutely. Mike, you didn't like the word queer at first, right? Yeah, I didn't at first. And that might be a generational thing. I mean, queer was, was th- th- thrown around on the playground and like yes. we, we played smear the queer football in, yeah, in, in grade school. And like it, it had a much different connotation. And I'm glad that we're reclaiming it. I'm glad that the, the culture is yeah. changing. The, the, the needle is moving because it's a it's a pretty useful word. Like once you sure. once you accept it and get used to the idea of it. Like, it's, it's like an umbrella. It's all encompassing. It's, yeah. it's okay. What, what, where I take it now is like it can mean you're not sure or you don't want to put a specific thing, but you know you're in here. Yeah. And that makes me feel like I'm, I'm happy to embrace it for that. And then, that. and then, you know, you know, some straight allies can be queer because they are up in the community and they get us and they're with us. I don't know they, if they're allowed to be queer. Can they not be queer? Yeah, they're just allies. I'm in the I don't know. Community. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't kids, want to get involved in that. We'll have a kids of gay couples who are straight. They're in the queer community. Right. So well, like, they're, what are they? What are they? Aren't they called? They're, they're queer, queer spawn. spawn. Yeah. Queer spawn. Queer spawn. What? <laughs> I've never heard that. I think I hate it. <laughs> we interviewed two girls yesterday who are sisters. Who are you ready for this? This is an incredible episode. They, the one mom, their mom, their mom, who, her their eggs, mom. Yeah. the other mom, 
it was her brother's sperm. Okay. And the way they had to describe it, I felt so bad for them. They had to be like, so my one mom, my other mom, but it's not incest. And I was just like, that is, that must have been such a burden. But they were so, yeah, they were so great. amazing mm. and so well adjusted and just like, they were fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's their, their biological their dad is their uncle. Is their uncle. Oh, that's interesting. And they so were getting into all this stuff about, like, when he remarried and had kids, and then they had kids, and they were cousin, and we were like, <laughs> like, my mind was just exploding. Yeah. You never, these so this is the beauty of our queer families. The stories are always different. The way we make our families, because we have to be creative, and the way some people get creative is like, what? Mm-hmm. That's a okay. Huh? You know, you think it's like so straightforward, but it's not. No conversation is ever the same. And ever. Uh, to plug this a little bit, you uh, had Rosie O'Donnell on your show. Uh, you just sure recently did. talked to Kathy too from Nancy. So yeah. like, y'all are legit. <laughs> we have um, we have Jenna Wolf coming up uh, from Fox Sports News. Like, she's going to be on an yeah. upcoming episode. Is she she's a lesbian? A- She's, She's a lesbian. lesbian. Ooh, okay. She's also a lesbian. <laughs> well, I would hope so. Her partner's a lesbian. Well, I mean, she's, <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's also an NBC anchor for something she's else. She's an too. NBC correspondent. Um, yeah, she's like a tough lady. Yeah. She like works Whoa. out. I don't know. Anyway, and I don't know. What she's. So I was listening to you talk to Rosie O'Donnell about um, all, like basically how did all your kids come to be? Like, where did they come from? What She was so wonderful. When we walked in the door, we the first thing she said was, way. yeah, we went to her house. We're like, the pet wow. house. And we walk mm-hmm. in and she was like this. She goes, hi, you guys lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> no, she said, so this is a, this is a queer family podcast or something. And we yeah. were like, yeah. She goes, so are you both gay? <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. And we were like, are, are you both lesbians? She said, yeah, are you all lesbians? Yeah, we were like, yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are. We are, yeah. we are all lesbians. And then she goes, and then she goes, you can ask me anything you want to. Like, she literally, Nothing and her manager was in the room, and there was only one thing that she was talking about that the manager was, like, kind of giving me the side eye. And she goes, what? I'm okay talking about it. And, like, I kind of gave eyes to the manager, and I was like, tomorrow we'll cut it. <laughs> we know where our bread is butter but rosie was but like she was wonderful so oh, like open sent, like open. two days later sent us an email wearing our ovaries t-shirt and i was just like Aww, yeah that's she awesome as we walked out the door she said we're walking out and she goes hey hey keep doing these stories keep yeah. doing these stories about our family she, it was, she was wonderful yeah. and, and 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 you know you know her whole story from the media because you've seen it in like fits and starts but to hear her tell it from beginning to end was like, wow, you had a tough, a tough road. About the Trump thing? Yeah, I mean, it was like the Trump, Trump and, like, and how Trump treated her. And she was just like, I she to hear said, her be vulnerable. Yeah. About, and like, she was just like, you know, to have my kids hear him bashing me in that way. Yeah. And she said it to hear people laughing yeah. about how he was talking about me at the debates. And we were just both like, yeah. But then also we were like, where was your Donald Trump's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's so amazing you got to talk to her and cool that she talked about she all that, everything she was like yeah sure come over we I know, like, I was like, I, okay i wanted to change topics a little bit to what we were talking about before this which is you you are talking about kind of like you feel the generational distance from i mean you've mentioned it from like even younger lesbians so like we're talking about like gay lesbian trans like there's all these different groups but even within lesbians it sounds like there are some divides within your community well yeah i mean i mean i think we touched on this we're not really up on the lingo 
we're at home having Taco Tuesday. It, it, like literally, I, I feel like Taco Tuesday is a good example of like there are very different types of Taco Tuesdays. Yours is the one with oh. real tacos. <laughs> I, don't I don't even know that term. I know it's dirty, and I love it. We are we're not up with the you know with all with all the identifications that are out there because no. we're not out in the we're not at the bars because it's changed out. so drastically mm-hmm. you know it's like I, I i worked um i just quit my job but i worked at spotify which was like a, a millennial company and i had a, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had a young millennial named baron and baron. by the way and oh, his baron's baron. name is also baron and he calls him other baron baron and other baron <laughs> and by the way and i love i have to full disclosure i love baron so much and i love other barons they're both the they were on our we podcast Baron and Baron were on our podcast. Um, and the entire episode, we were drinking tequila, and it was them just talking about, um, I don't know, like if I was going to have a baby, I would need a night nurse because- I, I mean, I could get a Ferrari for that much. I could get a Lamborghini for how much yeah. that baby costs. That's how much it costs to get a baby. What about my avocado toast? You know, <laughs> yeah. like really, like seriously, they said all of these things. Um, <laughs> I did take some very smart things too. But, <laughs> oh, but Baron's always saying all these things about- groups and stuff and it's like and he hadn't come out yet and he's 25 and i'm just like oh my like it's just such a different existence from what are we like coming out was a thing we we had to go to gay bars because there was there was no tinder there was no um apps there was no like the social media wasn't the way it was if you wanted to meet a gay person you either had to drop references about melissa etheridge or the little <laughs> Or, like, or make sure you're at Pride. Yeah, every, like that had to yeah. be at a thing. Pride. And their existence is so different. It has broken all that down and it has made it like he you can also, go. I'm sorry to add to this. Yeah. You also had to dress the part more. It was like more important that you mm-hmm. actually dress the part. Like I had to make sure that I, I like I tried to like look lesbian so that the girls would know that I was on that team. And maybe because you became, needed because you had to had to be this like subliminal like hey yeah because there was hey. no it was different Have you heard the latest Candy Lane album right like <laughs> <you were laughs> that people were gay because yeah. people weren't out yeah in their jobs and, they, and so yeah. it's and it was it, and now they're just like he hangs out with all his friends from NYU and they're all just and sometimes they go here he doesn't need to go to gay bars he doesn't it's a whole different thing yeah and and kids I work with fraternity guys I work for my national fraternity as a volunteer and uh, they don't like labels much at all like like, they they wouldn't even call themselves straight either they're just like They're like we're just I just who I, I just am. I just do my yeah. thing I just bang who I bang <laughs> whatever yeah and we were like we were like it was such a big thing to say that out loud that you yeah. stuck a flag in it you I mean yeah. literally stuck a flag in yeah. it you had to go to the bars you had to be that like we had a couple of straight friends from college who were like hey we've gone to Henrietta's like a lot That's the gay do bar you think thing. we could maybe go to like one of my bars now and I was like. All right. <laughs> that happened to Anna, my wife. Her best yeah. friend was like, um, no, I don't want to go out with you tonight because I don't want to go to another fucking gay bar. Like, <laughs> and, you, and they were separate lives. Yes. Yeah. And so it's, I mean, and the funny thing is, is we're talking about maybe a 10 year difference. Yeah. It's come along. It's, it's, yeah. And it's wonderful. It's everything we fought for. Right. Yeah. But it's also just like, leaves me being like, I don't know what you're talking about with Pam. Like I I it has been explained to me many times and I still don't understand what it is. That yeah. party was lit. It was lit. lit. Was, it was lit. <laughs> lit. Was it fire? Uh, I don't know. Not 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 fire. Fire. Uh wait. 
Jamie, I want to hear about your, I need to dress like a lesbian. What did that look like for you? <laughs> no, it's really sad because I'm very, I, I don't like t-shirts. I like a blouse. So it's like, I don't know what it meant for me. I think at one point, I, I remember my first Ani DeFranco concert that I went to with my girlfriend. And I think I definitely wore her combat boots like she had like <laughs> i definitely wore hers because i didn't own any and i definitely wore a shirt that had anchors all over it because for some reason to me that said lesbian i'm wearing anchor earrings right now too which is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> but um i think my my jeans were a little baggy it was i did oh i put i put my hair i did my hair a certain kind of i don't even like I tried everything I could just to like portray lesbian to the world, but I just don't look like a lesbian. Like <laughs> nobody ever assumes I'm a lesbian. I have to prove to people I'm a lesbian. So yeah. I would try well, extra hard with them by having sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody just um, believe what people say to you. Jesus Christ. If you, yeah. if somebody says that they're a lesbian or gay or trans or straight or whatever, just fucking believe them. Why is that so yeah, hard? No, no, people would be like, I'd be like, no, I'm gay. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, really? Is, Are you sure? Yeah, totally. Okay. Have you ever, I, I've seen the like douchey straight dude thing of like their, response of like you haven't been with the right man or like saying like do real rude straight dude stuff have you had that actually happen in real life like you haven't been with the right man oh you're a lesbian yeah you haven't found uh, you wouldn't be a lesbian if i was with you i'll cure you of that that's been said to me yes that has been said to me that's insane yeah. i mean yeah i was a waitress and there was this bartender that worked there that used to say shit like that to me all the time god that's like, actually two bartenders used to say that to me a lot Mm-hmm. I just see that and I just I, I'm like this can't be a real thing that human people do but yeah, they do they do Ugh. not all of them well, because I think there's now. I mean I don't want to like generalize on all straight men but no. it's like these guys are know, particularly douchey yeah <laughs> it's not a type of guy it's like that's a blow to their ego that you would prefer a woman over them yeah 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 absolutely and that's funny but it's not all guys nah hashtag not all men um <laughs> that's that's okay. 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 Not all men. Well, that's the uh, the straight dude's response to me too. Is it? Yeah. What they, yeah. We're out of the fucking mood. Yeah. It's not a. It's I was watching all the backlash with the white male rage from SNL last night, and I was. Oh, I didn't like, see oh, that. God. Yeah. So she did a, an episode about how the the Oscars were all white male rage, and it was like a song, and every, like all the white males were like, losing their okay. minds. Oh, that's ironic. <laughs> Yeah, right now, and that was the whole thing. Don't you think? Yeah, really, you think? It's not a no. It's the best we don't sing a Landis Marshall. I will go in. I will go in. I I will go in, but I should not. Okay. Okay. Well, that'll that'll be for our Patreon segment. Um, they no. already tuned out. They're like these fucking lesbians. <laughs> they said vagina. Why are we talking about salads? The tossing of the salad. Do you still say that? Did you say tossing salad? salad? I don't. Is that also out? Damn it! I don't hear people say like actually. If I hear tossing the salad, that's a joke. Usually now, now it's that's just good. like I think like in the in the in the the nineties or whatever, the, like you had to call it that because it wasn't okay to say eating ass. Which is like I just hear people like my friends anyway. That's just okay what they say. Eating ass, yeah. Apparently, just you just eat ass. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as okay as 
describing any gay thing or is. saying rimming like, rimming well, yeah i was gonna say rimming is what i've always said pussy Oh. Well, so awkward. Right, she just did a whole weird thing with her, so... with her. She just did like a shoulder thing. She was like, "Do you eat pussy?" Are you turning red? Before. Did you make yourself blush? <laughs> I'm blushing. I can't say that. I'm like, like, red you were, like right doing like Humphrey Bogart or Macaulay. Like, Do you eat pussy? <laughs> Yeah. We're so sorry. <laughs> this is incredible. I, I have like five spin-off podcast ideas for you that mostly involve you pretending you're different like lesbians from of different eras. And this is gonna be one. I eat pussy. You really have to, guys. Fucking Dan, rain us in. <laughs> Dan is enjoying this as much as we are, so he'd have to stop laughing and to like to do anything meaningful. <laughs> I've mostly been taking pictures of you guys as you've been laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. Thank God for the edit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is all staying in. Uh, Can you guys please have babies so you can come on our podcast? Or at least like pretend you want babies. Come on our podcast and then we can have babies. Oh, yeah. So I don't. That's an easy one. Can we talk about that? Did you ever want kids? Oh. Yeah. Oh, so I've been married twice once to a woman, once to a man. I'm now currently single. Uh, I want <laughs> you just did like touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear all That's about amazing. that. Yeah, and and I I want kids, and I I just turned forty one, and I'm really like there's part of me that like is having this. I, maybe it's too late. Maybe I should give up on that because it'd be no. wrong to have a kid at this age because I'll be the That's old dad. But, like thirty eight and forty for both my kids. And and do I do I want to do that alone? Like because do so I, I, I do I need bad. to find a husband before that? And by the time that happens, am I going to be fifty? And that's super too old to have kids like uh, just it's a whole thing the short answer to your question is yes i would like to have kids oh my gosh i didn't even think about this like consultation session here you talk about like creating families and non-traditional or what sorry you said i have to find some ovaries to borrow can i talk to yours they talk apparently (laughs) Um, well we talked to this one guy um is it david i don't know where you're no david yeah yeah uh, he was the beginning oh. of season, he was our first episode Matthew. of season three. Matthew, he is a single dad by choice. He used a surrogate. He has the twins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I can tell you about that one. I but know. I mean, he was like he. It was a change in life for him. But he was like, I'm so glad I did it. And he was mm-hmm. older too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. I want to say he was like 48. Yeah. Um, and he's doing great. He loves it. But you know. So like like w- women who want to have their own biological children like like there's a there's a there's a expiration date, right? Like, right. like yeah. you, uh, your your ovaries only work for that purpose for well, so the long. The eggs are only right? good for so long. And Robin likes to say they're long in the tooth. No, you say long in the tooth. I say they're dusty. <laughs> so, yeah. like, but how how much does that pressure weigh on you? Like to 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 get it done, right? Like, well, at least I have the luxury of having kids when I'm in my fifties or sixties, right? You 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 can, you go, can go forever. Tony Randall. Tony Randall, seventy eight or something. Yeah. Says, although uh, autism rates go up with male older age, age older males. Oh, really? But like that's like seventy. But um, 
uh, for us, like, and Heather just brought up a good point. Um, a lot of women are freezing their eggs so they don't have to worry about mm. that. Oh, wow. Uh, but a lot of straight women. I, I don't know any gay women that are doing it. Uh, no, I don't either. But then also, it is it is a thing that comes into play because, like, I know for me, when Ann and I got married, it was always like we knew we wanted to have kids, and I'm younger. I'm seven years younger than her, mm-hmm. so it was always I was going to be the one to carry, yeah. you know, because she was. We got married. She was 37, and we were not ready to have kids yet. I was 30. Yeah. I, my career was like spinning. It was going. <laughs> I say that. I that? say that with like a grain of salt. It wasn't going that far, but it was like to me, it was like. I was like, like look at me. I'm a goose <laughs> shit. <laughs> 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 I got jazz hands. So, uh, no, but, uh, and then all of a sudden we got married and my wife was like, you know what? I think I want to carry one. And then it was like, wait, what the fuck? Wait, mm-hmm. what? You're 37. We have to start now. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, it does play a big part in creating families. But we are very fortunate that we have two hoppers. So that. we can be like playing this whole game of like, okay, well you're this age, I'm that age. So like you go first, I do this. And then like now there's all these like testing kits, like modern fertility has an at home fertility test. So you can, you can check and see whose eggs are in better state. And then you can, you can mm-hmm. plan as to who should go first. Like we have a lot more options, like gay men. It's, it's harder, much guess. harder. It's kind yeah. of like it's, it's, it's foster adoption or a surrogate that's going to cost you $150,000. Yeah. Or yeah. a friend where you create a non-traditional setup. Which is dicey. Which yeah. is dicey. We, we have done interviews where that worked, and then we've done a couple of interviews where it's been like, mm, they're in litigation. Wow. So it's like... Oh, man. Uh, so it's and like, it's I always feel for the gay men, and I think that it's a much harder road just because we've got the hopper. Like, I think <laughs> for $200 a pop, I can buy sperm on the internet. I can literally click buttons. It comes to me in a freeze-dried bag. Not that, really, but, you know. I mean, you're really... I mean, I, I'm, really I'm, 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 pushing I'm it there. you know, whatever. Is that, like is that available really to anybody? <laughs> you're, can I buy freeze-dried semen? Again, very different worlds. You're, you're talking about it for... <laughs> Procreative yeah, reasons. For healthy procreative <laughs> reasons. Wait, is there a Dan- possible gay thing? What? Possible gay thing? <laughs> or freeze dry? <laughs> I don't know. Dan's, if if it's a thing, Dan's probably into it. What What do you want to do with frozen sperm, Dan? I think something's going Put it inside lot. me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, oh, well, maybe it's the same thing then. Maybe you both want it inside you. Just not going to make a baby for Dan. Yeah. yeah. But they also have, now they have these um, dildos, for lack of a better word, yeah, we just learned that we just learned about these, but apparently they've been around for years. Yeah. Didn't know that. It's a pop dildo. It's a pop dildo. So you put the sperm in the fucking dildo. And there's a button. And you press the button. <laughs> what? And it's exactly into you so, so you can even literally sex. do it at home dan right? is your freaking out <laughs> and researching like crazy this is oh, yeah. it's called a pop by dildo. the time this airs um our patreon content is uh romaine, romaine of derek stupid. and romaine uh, the derek and romaine show a romaine telling the story <sighs> of her wife iris shooting it into her and not being able to like re- like remove something, there was this weird suction. Uh, there was pliers involved. Oh and, my god! And, and then day two, but we have that on our Patreon content if you want to hear about that. Patreon.com slash overstock. Oh shit! No, no, it's just overstock. Yeah, she knows. I don't know. Patreon.com slash overstock. Okay. Yeah. So there's like like 
it's easier for us that we can do it at home. We can go to a doctor. We can do IUI before it gets ratcheted up to IVF. Mm-hmm. But for, for men, if they want a genetic link, it is expensive. It's hard. Period. It's hard. I'm There's trying to... I'm trying to focus on you, but Dan is like a kid the night before Dickmas. Like he's so excited about this thing. <laughs> going to change his world. It's an expensive night with yourself, Dan, because you got to buy the sperm too. And that's like 200 bucks. I feel like you should just go to a bar and get the same thing without it. I mean, it's not, you don't need pliers. I don't know why there's pliers. Because well, there was a suction thing she couldn't. I don't even want to. And she was afraid the sperm was coming out. There's a whole thing. You'll have to go to the Patreon. I don't know. I want you to ask your question that I'm not part of. Oh, oh. Uh, so I. This is not from me. Okay. Well, oh, no. I can tell they're going to be fine. Like, okay. I so still don't want to be part of it's it. It's my understanding that ovaries and testicles start from the same fetal tissue and therefore are like, that's why they're sort of functionally equivalent, etc. <laughs> and if getting kicked in the balls is a thing because, like, it fucking hurts and all dudes have them. I was just wondering, like, do your ovaries hurt? Like, like if you injured them in some way, would you be able to tell what it hurt? Wait, like, I, do well, you know? Before you answer, can I just ask, like, Kyle, why are you so worried about that question? That's not a hard question. That's not that it's just weird to say, like, Hey, ovaries are pretty much balls. What's it feel like to get kicked in the ovaries? And you're like, I literally can't tell. That's an impossible scenario that I cannot tell you how it feels to get kicked in the ovaries. I think so. My answer to that is I think that, yes, first of all, yes, ovaries cause you a lot of pain. But like when, definitely you're, when you're when you're ovulating or yeah, you have periods. you get crazy cramps that are that can be extremely painful. A period but, is a kick to the ovaries. I think that you you can't get a kick to your ovaries because they're so deeply cushioned and embedded in there, and I think there's a reason for that. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a good point. they're cushioned. They're embedded inside of us for they're a like, reason. They're in like bubble wrap. Yeah. So yeah, they cause you a lot of pain, but they cause that pain on their own. They don't have to be kicked. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Is like I feel like guys act like. Oh, like, what a hard world! Like we might get kicked in the balls. Like, I get kicked in the balls just like five times, like every month. Someone is scraping the inside of my vagina, <laughs> and, my ovaries, and like there's crampy things. I mean, I have a very—I got an easy flow. I don't. I'm sorry I for a lot of pain. All your 85 percent of the people that they are don't want to hear about this. <laughs> you're fine. Um, it's funny you met. Like you, you were talking about your periods. You said things like easy flow and not easy flow and, and then like apologize like I, I I'm trying to I've only just started having conversations with my female friends about periods and it's fascinating and like I never learned anything about them and like they're talking about like how much like they like my friends had to deal with growing up and how birth control factor and it's just all like I just think more people including gay men should have to learn I mean, about periods that's another case in point like th- women's bodies and the things that happen with women's bodies is such a taboo subject it is not talked about i feel like it's all bodies i don't think it's just women i remember about ejaculations and sex ed <laughs> but they, i think they talk the same i think it's I just know. we as a country in the united states we don't talk we're about afraid bodies. of women's bodies yeah i just we're afraid of all bodies we we, we allow machine guns shooting people in movies but not sex true we are afraid of we are afraid of bodies we are afraid of sex it's just that's what you were connected to i don't know i I mean i agree that i think female bodies are more taboo um that yeah because we talk about things like periods nobody wants to hear about periods everybody's like ah periods Uh, (laughs) like you already lost 
50 listeners yeah. just when we said people. Yeah. My friend uh, uh, TK, who's uh, she has her own podcast, TK, I think it's TK in the morning is her TK podcast news. handle, whatever. But she's like literally on a mission to just talk about her period. And I think it's hilarious. Because there's like, <laughs> a period podcast. It's not talked about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know and that I want to talk about it, but I do think it shouldn't be stigmatized. Mm-hmm. And everybody, like you said, flow is like everybody's wow. period is so different and can be really painful yeah there yeah. You go. yeah i mean i had an easy road i always had an easy road so but mm. there's plenty of people who don't we're, we're going to de- desensitize everyone to the word uh, our audience to the word period 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 <laughs> period 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 flow 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 heavy flow heavy flow okay <laughs> they're fine now they're cool with it <laughs> should we take a break yeah sure yeah yeah did you have another question oh, no okay <laughs> We're going to take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. I'm going to check my flow. <laughs> this is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Uh, so, so are we back? We're back. We're back. Uh, we are going to do our gays and straightest. We're going to do our gays and straightest. But first, if these ovaries could talk, Robin and Jamie, how could people find you, your social media, if they want to listen, etc.? All right, Jamie, can we do it? We can do it. If these ovaries talk on Facebook, uh, ovaries underscore talk on Instagram, ovaries talk on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, ovaries talk at gmail.com. That's yeah. If you have story ideas, whatever. And Patreon. Oh, patreon.com slash ovaries talk. You got it. Also, oh. yes, we got a book coming out in May. Yeah, we do. So you're going to want to follow us because the book is like amazing about themes and like families and and like the gays and the lgbtqs and the queers and all the peeps that's all about our families and a little bit of our story too so uh we got a book coming out you should be on the lookout for that that's awesome yeah let us know when it comes out and then we'll post it does it have a title yet uh if these ovaries can talk the things we learned about lgbtq families oh i thought you were gonna call it if these ovaries could read Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, we that that right. That'll be your second one. <laughs> That's That's right. the, the, the satire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we don't It'll have a book. We don't have a book we, we yet. Bu- no. yet. <laughs> but we do have t-shirts and other merch on our website, which is gayishpodcast.com. Wow, look at that segue. Um, our All of our social media is at gayishpodcast for slash gayishpodcast. We're on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails, especially if it's your gayest and straightest of the week, is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. And our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, and it's also gmail at gayishpodcast.com. Yeah, and you can send us stuff in the mail. It's P.O. Box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. Wow, we have to get so much better at our I social call-out. Oh, we, <laughs> we, 157 episodes, yeah. we've got this shit down now, I think. Every now and then oh I forget <laughs> what social media we're on, but mostly we got it down. <laughs> um, uh, so we're going to do a Grace and Straightest. Um, and straightest. Uh, we'll go first then to let y'all think and reflect. And um, So I'll go first. Uh, the gayest thing I have is I have a shopping list on my phone with my notes and got to buy vegetables and what have you And on my shopping list for a while has been poppers. <laughs> and I, I feel like straight people don't necessarily have poppers on their shopping list. I mean, that's our jalapeno poppers, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Um, the straightest thing is I am applying to jobs and applying to like corporate jobs feels like me pretending to be like, 
a, a, a normal straight human adult and i'm like i would like a job at your establishment i would like to work for money like it's just i don't know it just makes me feel very straight uh so the straightest straightest thing about me this week uh it was uh kobe bryant died and i actually knew who that was and kind of cared Yay! I mean, well, not yay. I mean, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant oh, and, and and his daughter died in a helicopter accident this morning. Yeah. Is that oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yep. Oh my God! I didn't know about that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Also, it was weird that I I said yay after that, not because he died, but because you knew who he was. Just really <laughs> want to like <laughs> explain that. <laughs> and the gayest thing about me this week. Um, so we are spinning up another podcast that's called Shakespeare. It is a radio drama of Shakespeare plays that are done with some sort of gender bending to them. And we did. Uh, we had in person casting last night, and one of the guys that read for Romeo made me cry, and I felt I felt real gay because I was like, oh God, it's beautiful. Oh, that's what i was gonna do is my gayest is like just getting to like judge people <laughs> like <laughs> casting is a structured form of or judging people and i was just really into that <laughs> so okay anyway uh what about y'all yeah robin how about you okay all right so i just want to say two things i thought it was like a more general thing not of the week but i I'm, oh I'm, so i'm adjusting on the fly we, we give our we give our guests we give our guests okay. a pass like in recent memory for guests it doesn't have to yeah. be this week we are here every week I'm going. I'm going to go for it. All right. So my gayest thing of this week is the outfit that I'm wearing today to come record, which is my um, Uniqlo sweatpants, red socks, and my Atari T-shirt. Yeah. Like, did all our social media yesterday. Um, so that. But also, it's tied with the other gay thing, which is that we're in a new recording studio. And when Jamie walked in, I was like, "Listen, I uploaded." all the files into the sound bar so we can play them in real time while the guests are going. Tech is very exciting. So Did you use that voice? You're right. Lesbian right. tech operator. That's like a thing. Yeah, yeah she's a thing. Mm. But just with long hair. Yeah. Um, that's That might be the straightest thing. <laughs> The straightest thing would be I I like I was woke up and Mary was in some space and not talking to me and I was just like I don't understand um why I'm talking and you don't seem like you're here right now and I'm wondering where you are because I'm here and I'm talking and where are you? <laughs> and that, was, that could be the straightest. Thing. I love straight. that. All right, Jamie, did we stall long enough? The waiter's back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The waiter's I think, back. Well, I, well, to piggyback on Robin's gayest thing, she was telling me about the tech, and I was like, okay, that's cool, Robin. That's my straightest thing. Okay, Robin, that's cool. I'm going to walk over I just here. agree with the man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but also, but also my straightest thing, I definitely tried on at least four shirts today before I decided on the right shirt to wear. To come here and record? Yes. Okay. Because that's me. Hmm. Right? So that's very straight girl. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Absolutely. Especially if you know that there's gay guys that are going to judge what you're wearing because yeah. you're on camera. Yeah. Like, oh, that, yeah. I was thinking of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never want to be just social. I don't want to look terrible. That's another straight thing. Mm. <laughs> wow. I didn't really think that part through. I'm just, yeah. Mm. Just kind of wore this. <laughs> You look fantastic. Right. You look fantastic. You look good. Thank you. Um, my, I can't even think of a gay thing. I don't know. 
I have you. You came today and did a really lesbian podcast for four hours. That's true. <laughs> I did. I, yeah. And the whole time texted your wife about what was happening with your child. That's true. Pretty my wife. Yeah. Also, the shirt I did choose, all of them actually are all wrinkled. <laughs> I don't have an iron. We don't even have an iron. I don't. Re- I don't iron anything. And if it has wrinkles, oh well, that's anyway, okay. That's my straight thing. I have both a steamer and an iron. You're so straight. Wow. I, know. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I used an iron. I don't use. I don't like to it's iron. Just too I'm much. Not it's just too much. If that's you your straightest thing. Wrinkles, that's you. That's your problem. Your homophobia. Yeah. Well, I'm scarred. I had this. I had this part-time job at Citibank. And I walked in one day, and by the way, this is the 90s, so I was wearing a vest. Oh, just yeah. FYI, yes. um, was that, that your gayest of the decade? Yeah. <laughs> and, in, and this woman, she said, Robin, I love your outfit. Who ironed it? Stevie Wonder. Oh. <laughs> that stuck with me. And yes, so yes. I have been ironing since Because then. you got gay shame. Thanks, Patricia. You got gay shame. <sighs> yeah. Also, by the way, I had a boyfriend at Citibank. Oh, my other gay thing. Uh, yesterday, it was pouring rain all day. I didn't use an umbrella the whole day because I was like, no, fuck this. I don't need a fucking umbrella. Oh, fucking, I got this. Oh, yeah, that was gay. Fuck the rain. Fucking dikey of me. <laughs> Backpacks from Free Tag. It's, it's waterproof. I don't even fuck think off. my backpack was waterproof. I had my computer in it, too. Yeah, that, <laughs> was, that was just dumb. Yeah, I was, was gay or straight. As I was, when I, I got to my block, I was like, guys, that was cut dumb. us off. We will You're good. No, no, please. <laughs> the next 30 minutes now, just this. <laughs> I could listen to this all day. <laughs> Well, that's it. This has been Gayish. A special thank you to Robin Hopkins and Jamie Kelton from these If These Ovaries Could Talk. Thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Loved it. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Uh, Have a baby come on our podcast. Yeah. 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 Is there a place I can put the baby when I'm done with it then? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't need this anymore. Let's talk about gay uncles. Come on the podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to quickly thank you, OJ Thomas and Blank Space from the news from the top of the hour, and uh, Patricia for the sort of ableist and racist ironing comment that happened. (laughs) Uh, Thank you to everyone for making our show so weird. We appreciate it. Uh, This has been Gage. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week. See your ovaries later. (laughs) Bye. Going on the side of a hill, I eat pussy. Hi, I work at the welding factory. Hey, you want to come over after work? Oh, would you like a cigar? I'll eat uh, some pussy. Uh, <laughs> you don't know who Melissa Etheridge is, but she's going to be very famous in 1990. Let's go eat pussy. <laughs> oh my God, we have to stop. We have to stop.